You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our gospel passage today begins with a history lesson. It describes the worldly context in which John the Baptist was situated. It spills out what sort of men were guiding the world into which the Messiah had come. These pagan and Jewish leaders were quite corrupt. St. Luke mentions them in order to tell us that John and Jesus had an uphill battle for salvation for us that was before them. As for the mission of St. John the Baptist, his words express a truth which is hard for many people, then, as it is now, to accept. St. John the Baptist went about the entire region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance which led to the forgiveness of sins. The themes of penance and the changing of one's ways are familiar to anyone who knows the prophets of the Old Testament, such as Baruch, whom we heard from in our first reading. John the Baptist himself is the hinge, if you will, between the Old and the New Testaments. In the texts that describe him, he's seen as one who foreshadows the coming of the Messiah. It even might be of historical significance that this pivotal character is Jesus' cousin, a sort of connection once again between the old and the new. Regardless, we see that for two persons who were related, John the Baptist and Jesus were, of course, quite different. Both, however, were criticized in their ministries, yet both of them had the same mission, And both were unjustly persecuted and put to death for speaking the truth. We have to think about this, but if John the Baptist were to appear at our doors here in North Scottsdale, wearing his clothing, that camel hair outfit, and chopping on a locust, Would he be invited into our homes? Or would he be left outside? We might peer through that peephole in the door and think, "Uh uh-oh, who's that? And run for the hills. But most of us understand that clothes don't make the man. And we'd like to think that we are a caring and compassionate people who would invite this oddly dressed stranger into our home. 
But perhaps he might be left outside, not because of what he wears or eats, but because of what he professes, a message of sin and repentance and sacrifice. There are a lot of Catholics who leave the hard teachings of Christ and the church figuratively outside. But when John the Baptist speaks to sinners, in fact, he always points out something. And usually, to sinners, he points out their sins. Would we honestly want someone like that in our house? Many of us don't like our flaws pointed out to us by anyone. And if they did in our own home, we might invite them to leave. Even when John speaks of Christ, he points out something. He says, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. In this season of Advent, a time when we prepare for the coming of the Messiah, we give thanks that Jesus was born in order to die, to die for you and for me, for our sins. His death is what we celebrate when we come before his altar to share in the sacrifice of the Mass. The sacrifice that is none other than Jesus himself. And that life is when it is worthily received by us in Holy Communion, meaning that we have acknowledged our sinfulness that we have repented and that we have done penance, especially by partaking in the sacrament of penance. And it is, of course, required if we are in mortal sin before receiving Holy Communion. Just a little side note, if you're not exactly sure if you're in sin, I highly recommend pulling up maybe on the computer an examination of conscience. Make sure you pull up the one that says Catholic and review it every so often. And once cleansed from this fog of sin, then we can truly recognize him when he comes to us in his body and blood soul and divinity in the Eucharist and when he comes in glory to judge the living and the dead. But filled with his divine love, we are then free to seek out others in order to serve them, whether we believe they deserve our love or service, or not. It is, of course, not safe to think and to act this way in this day and age. But in fact, the Christian life is not only 
a narrow path, but it is a dangerous one as well because it requires us to step outside of ourselves and recognize the other. If our love is to abound more and more, as St. Paul urges us, we must be willing to embrace those whom we do not care for or do not know or whom we do not consider to be part of God's plan for one reason or another. But we must realize that we ourselves were once far from the Lord and that he alone has done great things for us. We must even be willing to recognize the authority of and serve those who we know are doing wrong, whether this means doing a job alongside them or simply praying for them. There may be many persons in our lives whom we dislike for one reason or another, but our dislike is no reason to think that God loves them any less or that Christ became human to save us, but not them. Choosing to respect our free will, free will which is a God gift to us, does not save us from evil in spite of ourselves. God allows us to bring evil into our lives by that free will, if we so wish. But God sent his only begotten son to become human and to die for us on the cross. He gave his all for each and every one of us. And each one of us is called to share in this saving work, in saving others. As with God, there is only so much that we can do for others because of that free will that they have. But certainly, there is something that we can do to affect their salvation and ours. So on this second Sunday of Advent, let us ask God to Strengthen us to always speak the truth, whether it is convenient or not. Let us ask for his grace so that we might always act according to that truth. And we do that by demonstrating and by loving each other, whether we like that person or not. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.